Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk with you all about the importance of beholding Jesus. Something that God has been emphasizing to me these past couple of weeks is that we miss out on the most simple and important things of life because we're not beholding the simple and important things of life. Sometimes it can be easy to get so consumed with all these other things that we need to worry about, right? Like maybe our careers, our relationships, our schools, what's coming next, the holidays, family, like all those things are great. But it's so important that we don't forget the most simple and foundational thing, which is Jesus, right? Just looking at him and not just coming to Jesus with our request. You know, that's a great thing. And God even tells us, do not be anxious about anything, but everything through prayer and supplication, bringing our request to him. But I also feel like there has to be this daily just time where we just meditate and observe the Lord. Right, to behold him. Beholding means to observe, to see Jesus as he is. And I want to encourage you all to start asking God every day. You know, maybe take 10 minutes in the middle of the day just to be like, Jesus, show me who you are. God, give me more revelation of how I can see you. And we all know that, you know, we're in the Christmas season right now where we are going to be celebrating the birth of Jesus. But let us also remember too to see who Jesus is. This is not the only time to be reflecting and beholding him, but throughout our lives, right? Jesus makes it so clear in John 15, that unless you abide in me, you will not bear fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And so if we wanna be able to walk in unity with Jesus, to bear his fruit, we really have to acknowledge him every single moment of our lives. We need to abide in him. Where abiding in him means that we stay within him. Right, the moment we get out of, out of just our oneness with God, awareness of Him, we immediately go back in the flesh, right? We are called to walk in the Spirit. And walking in His Spirit means abiding in Him. And to abide, we need to behold, right? So I really want to talk about that today. And God's really been just emphasizing to me about John, right? The Lord was telling me that John, what set John apart from the other disciples was that John observed Jesus. He was not just taking notice of the things that people notice, right? The miracles, the signs and wonders, but he also took notice of the things that the others didn't notice. He took notice of things that actually were important to Jesus. He saw his de- Jesus' demeanor, right? Demeanor and what he was doing, what he was thinking, what was important to him, his heart. He observed the Lord. And so I pray that we would grow in sensitivity to God, to behold him in our daily lives. Whatever we do, or whatever we say to reflect and, and to see Jesus, how do you, how do you feel about this? What are you saying right now? What What is he reacting, right? This can be small things, guys, like even what we're watching, right? Like Jesus is living inside of us. So he's right here. He sees everything. He knows our hearts. And like, let us live acknowledging God in everything that we do and everything that we watch. How does Jesus feel about what we just said, about what we just watched, about what we're about to do, what we're thinking, beholding him more, being more sensitive to him. And it is said that John, in the book of John, you know, compared to the other gospels that spoke about Jesus, right? Matthew, Mark, and Luke. They many times spoke about what Jesus did or said, but John spoke on who Jesus was, on who Jesus was. And so let us remember that Jesus is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He is our Savior. And although, yes, 
right? Like Jesus came in the flesh and was, and was conceived through the Holy Spirit, right? By the Holy Spirit and came through Mary, his mother. We have to also remember too, that Jesus, that wasn't the first existence of Jesus. Jesus was with God from the beginning of creation. And I was reading an article recently and I love what they, they uh, mentioned how John is the only one that doesn't talk about um, the birth, you know, the, the story of Jesus, you know, coming from Mary and, and his birth story. Instead, John mentions Jesus's existence from the very beginning, right? That's where he starts off in John 1. He says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. So I just read verses one to five, then I skipped over and read verses um, 14. But it's saying right here, the word is Jesus, right? The word was in the beginning and he is God. And so let us remember guys, when we're beholding Jesus, he wasn't just a prophet or a great teacher. He's also God. He's our savior. If it, if it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't be able to have a relationship with God, right? The reason why Jesus came in the flesh and that God sent him in the flesh was because there needed to be redemption for our sin, right? The moment Adam and Eve broke and ate right from the tree of knowledge, they are immediately cut off themselves and everyone, which is us, right? We all we all, all are the seed of humanity from Adam and Eve. We all now are born into sin. Right now we are, no matter what, we can't escape death. But now we can actually escape death because Jesus came. He came and gave his body and his blood for us so that we could be made right in God. And the spirit, Romans talks about the spirit that raised Jesus up will now raise us up with Christ. Like this is the hope that we have, guys. This is the Jesus that we need to behold every single day to be aware. Because sometimes, you know, like the best of luck can get to us, right? We start um, having the temptations around us, wanting to live off of God, wanting to um, maybe fall into sexual sin, you know, whatever those things are. But when we behold Jesus and remember what he has done, like we are so aware, like, God, no, you deserve our best, Jesus. You deserve our faithfulness. You deserve our purity. When there's moments where we just want to give into anger and be upset or bitter, like again, Jesus, no, you reign, you rule, right? Like just beholding him. And I love David's prayer in Psalm 27. I've been holding on to this and I feel like I still have so much to learn in this verse. But Psalm 27, David prays, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple, right? So David understood that there was only one thing that he needed to do, and that was to behold the beauty of Jesus. So guys, when we're talking about anxiety or worry or anxiousness, look to him, right? Like you all know my story and how I fell, um, I've fallen a lot in the past into anxiety and I still have to watch myself now. I can just easily start getting worried, you know? And um, I've always had the issue of just being worried about, you know, my marriage and worried about faithfulness to my husband, nothing bad about him, but just because of what I've grew up seeing unfaithfulness. It's caused me to walk in anxiety. And God constantly reminds me, look at me, right? Like I am for your marriage. I am your defender. And so whatever you are fearing in your life, maybe you're not fearing about, cause you're not married. Maybe you're not fearing your marriage, but maybe you're fearing your, your life, your health, um, finances, whatever that looks like. When you're looking at the Lord, remember like we serve a God who is God. He's not an idol. He's not a rock. 
He's not like a man-made like statute. We worship the God who has made everything we see. He has made, he is the creator of heavens and the earth. He creates the air that we breathe. He's created our flesh, everything inside of us. He is what has created life today. And so guys, when we're worried about little things, understand if God can create the world, then why are we worrying about him covering us for our finances? Him doing what he said he would do, right? I have to convict myself too, you know, like I was, when I was meditating and just beholding Jesus, I was like, God, I am so silly for just worrying about things when you are like the God who has created the universe. But we have to behold him, guys. And that's why God always says to meditate in his word, to keep his word, you know, on hand, because many times we can just forget, you know, we're humans and our tendency is just to think about where we're currently at, right? Looking at our storms, we need to look at Jesus. We need to behold him. Psalm 8, 3 to 4 says, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. And I really like this verse because it just talks about like, God, like you've made everything, like the universe that is even too vast for us to understand or see. Yet you care so much about us, right? God wants a relationship with us. And when we think about God, don't just think of him as, the God of the universe, the God can, that can do anything. Because that's true, he can do anything. He is sovereign. But he also is a father. He also wants a relationship with you and me, which is amazing that he wants intimacy, right? Like if Jesus didn't care about us, he would just destroy all humanity and create a new one, right? But he wanted us to be with him, which is why he sent Jesus. This is why you hear things and you feel drawn to the Lord. You feel conviction because God is wanting you. He wants you to experience him to the fullest. He wants to see you real in your lives. Like, this is why I do what I do, right? Our tagline for our podcast is helping you find God real in everyday life. Because like, God wants to do life with you. Like, he wants to restore everything that was lost from what Adam and Eve did. They lost relationship with God. But now we can have that with the Lord. We can have relationship with him. So when we look to God, we get to see everything that he is, right? That not only is he a just God and he, that he is king and kings above all, but that he is also father and he wants us. And I want to share this verse here. I, I love this verse as well. It's in Isaiah, Isaiah 9. It says here, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. From that time forward and even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I love it because it's talking about like now this child is Jesus, right? He has been given onto us. And what I love specifically about this passage, it says from that time forward, even forever, right? Upon the throne of David over his kingdom to the order and establish it with judgment and, with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forever, right? There will be no end to the reign of Jesus. He will be sitting in the throne of David and he will reign from that time and forever. So guys, remember too, that when Jesus comes back, right, to put the enemy to where he belongs and to take us with him, he is going to reign forever. Right? He is going to reign forever. And I love Revelation 19, two to three says, hallelujah, hallelujah, salvation and glory and power belong to our God for true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great prostitute who corrupted the earth by her adulteries. He has avenged her on the blood of his servants. And so let us remember that we have a just God, right? Like no matter what we are facing today, even, we know that God is just. He will come back and redeem 
everything that was taken from us, right? And to the fullest amount when he comes back a second time. And so like, let us continue to behold and ask God, you know, take some time, like I mentioned earlier, you know, in the middle of your day to be like, God, show me how you want me to see you. Give me more revelation of who you are. And the last thing I want to end with is that when we see Jesus, there is one thing that we also have to take notice of, is that when we see him, we also see his love for us. Right? He loved us so much that he was willing to do anything, right, to die on the cross for us. That even God, like out of his own just wisdom and power, he was the one that decided to save us. In Romans 5, it says, but God demonstrate his love for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so we can't help but look at the love of Jesus when we look at him, right? It shows that we belong to him. And so like when we look to Jesus, we can say, God, I thank you that I belong to you, that you love me so much. Like It's impossible for us to look at Jesus and think that he doesn't love us when he did everything to love us. And you might think, well, there's so many rules that I have to follow or there's so many things that I need to do. It's not even just to, that they're just rules, but it's so that you can live life to the fullest, right? We have a God who loves us so much, guys. And um, I do want to do a, a quick plug-in. Um, I recently actually, the Lord put this in my heart to design a new sweater. I'll show it right here for those who are watching in video. It's called I Am His. And I made this sweater because like God was really showing me as I was just looking to him and beholding him. He was showing me more and more that when I look to Jesus, I see more of who I am. Right? Like I see more that I am his child, that I am his. That when we look to the cross, we see that, wow, Jesus, because of the cross, I am now yours. Like we are his. And that's why we never have to fear in life, guys, because we're his child. And just like any father, you want to protect your children. Right? The moment you see anyone attacking, you want to protect them. What does a shepherd do? They protect their sheep. And so God loves you. Like you are his. So I made this sweater really just to remind us and to just be a, a message for others that we belong to Jesus. And on the back is actually a cross with different words that the Lord just deposited in my heart when I was thinking about the cross. And some of the words were, one of them is hope. Right? When we look to Jesus, when we see what he did on the cross, we have hope that we will have eternal life with him, that we can be redeemed of our own life. Right, First Peter 1, 3 to 4 says, Praise be to God our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. We have our identity. Right, John 1, 12 says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, Jesus, he gave the right to become children of God. So when we look to Jesus, we see our identity. Redemption, like I mentioned before, right? First Peter 1, 18 and 19 says, For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed, but from the empty way of life handed down from you, from your ancestors. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. When we see Jesus, we see purity, right? Romans 8, 1 says, Therefore, that, there, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We see love. The verse I mentioned before, that God showed his love for us, that Jesus died for us. Security, Ephesians 3.12 says, In him and through faith we may approach God with freedom and confidence. We have purpose, Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, creating Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We have our worth, right? And Romans 8.33 says, Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. 
who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting on the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. So guys, like this is what it, what Jesus is when we look at him. And so um, the back of the sweater is just a bunch of words that build up into the cross. So if you guys are interested, you can go to livingrevelations.com slash Thor. And you can check out our sweaters and purchase one for yourself or for a loved one. But most of all, I really pray that this message helped you to remind yourself to behold Jesus. I want to challenge you all to take time to really center yourself in the person of the Lord. Get revelation of who he is because it's the transformation in your life that will happen when you look to him. So God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in. I pray, God, that you would just give them, Lord, divine and deep revelation of who you are. Lord, that you would give them a greater revelation of how much you love them, God. That they don't have to live a second worrying, God. That they can be in peace and joy and an expectation of what is to come. Because you have died on the cross so that we could be one with you. So that we could be with you now and forever. And you promise us, Jesus, that you will surely be with us from now until the end of the age. So I thank you, God, that we have this confidence to approach you. We have this confidence, Lord, that you are our defender. You are our stronghold. You are our shield. You are our fortress, God. You are our rock. So I thank you, God, that you, Lord, are the foundation that we stand upon. I pray, God, for those who are just afraid, Lord, that you would just give them, Lord, that you, were, you would renew the spirit of their minds, God, that they would have your Holy Spirit, Lord, and that they would say no to the thoughts that the enemy is putting in their minds and yes to your thoughts. Just feel like some of you who are listening have just been tormented in your thoughts. Give your mind to Jesus. Submit your thoughts to him. Make every thought obedient to the truth of God. And you will see all those lies just break down and have no power over you. So I thank you, God, for those who are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you've been blessed by this, guys, don't forget to share this. If you're not already subscribed on YouTube or the podcast, be sure to subscribe. Um, and lastly, definitely, if you would love um, to get the sweater to remind you of God's truth, it will also support our ministry ventures, support these podcasts and, you know, more that we're doing with our online Bible studies. So I pray that you guys have been blessed by this. I hope you have an amazing Christmas time with your family and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.